<laughs> Welcome to Poorly Educated. It's a Poorly Educated podcast. It's a science podcast where quizzical questionnaires question things quizzically. We just think about science. We try to make sense of the world, and we normally fail. Uh, this is I'm your host, Ian. Uh, we also got... <laughs> I'm Morgan Cahill, and today we have special guest. Hi, and I am, I am the special Alex. guest, Alex. Yeah, <laughs> this is... Uh, Alex, who, I, who are you in, you like, who... 15 seconds, real, real quick, um, too? Like, well, um... I'm Alex. I am friends of the... I'm a, I guess I'm a friend of the podcast. Friends with all you right. guys. Uh, grew up with you guys. Uh, currently live away. I guess I'm trying to think of the best way to give a quick synopsis. Uh, You're well beyond went your Went to high school seconds. with them. <laughs> yeah. Still good we friends. went to high school, and <laughs> now Ian and I have started our own show together, separate of the drive-by dog stuff. Right, right. So uh, Alex is a friend of the podcast, long-term friends of the people that do the podcast, Ian and I. Uh, and most importantly, he's much taller than he sounds. I know he sounds very little, uh, but you just get past that. Just I've got about taller. a 5'5". Five, five one, one of the largest. Uh, one of the largest men whoa. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Like in IRL. Like. <laughs> That's What's your that do with my Twitter height? bio. So I thought he was a treat. Th- th- this is uh, uh, <laughs> horizontally. One <laughs> of those good old horizontal growing trees. I saw that. <laughs> longitudinally, <laughs> longitudinally or latitudinally. Whoa. Dude, the other day I saw a Long. sideways flowing waterfall. I was with this bitch. She told me it was a river. I told her to stop talking. <laughs> 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 all right good show guys yo is that waterfall going left or right that's the ocean <laughs> yo it's this big ass saucer of milk that's the moon and it's upside down <laughs> um, uh, alex and ian just started a new podcast called win lose watch list where they watch some of the best and worst movies of all time and we'll give them time to plug their show uh, about when we'd normally do an ad. So that uh, Alex paid me an enormous <laughs> amount of money to have him we have on. It at least had six zeros. Later. Well, yeah, well, it, it had eight zeros, but no other numbers. Which well, is that's why I said at least six. <laughs> I was trying to give you guys at least <laughs> <laughs> fucking three decimals. Can you believe? <laughs> he laid the joke and we scooped it up. All right. <laughs> uh, but so they just started a podcast. I think this is great, too, because I've been doing podcasts with Ian for, I mean, at this point, like five or so years. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. yeah that like and and all the things that drive me crazy about him, I'll now have someone to talk to about. <laughs> 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 is he fucking with the microphone the whole goddamn time on your show, too? He, or he is, actually isn't. I, I'm probably I might be messing with the microphone. Okay. Because I started doing it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> right. I lay down on the floor with the mic just like also on the ground and talk into it. Honestly, I'm terrified <laughs> of messing with the microphone. I have like a desk set up where it's clamped to the desk and I'm just like constantly hover handing everything because I'm just so absolutely terrified of knocking something and just messing up the audio. Yeah, well, it sounds good so far. <laughs> yeah, everything's fantastic. Uh, you can't sound worse than Riley, who finds a way to spill like an entire can of soda on himself around the ad mark in any episode that we do. I feel like I've also perfected my Riley laugh because I don't think it's been said, but he's not here today. Uh, so I'm, I guess I'm Riley's stand-in. So I'm really working on my Riley chuckle. Yeah, it's it's easily lost in the news with all this coronavirus <laughs> stuff happening. But Riley is dead. Um oh. But it's no big deal. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not it a big a deal. It's a common cold. There's a reason you guys didn't hear cold. about it. Yeah. yeah, he died from the com- The fucking Democrats want to push this corona shit. The common cold is the real killer. <laughs> How you, how's quarantine going, guys? <laughs> yeah, are you guys surviving the quarantine thus far? I think I died. All right, I did see that on the news. That Now, that made the news. That was big news. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Truthfully, I don't know why Riley's death didn't. It's really tough to tell. Uh, quarantine for me has been an absolutely fascinating experience thus far. Uh, to to start out, I think here's the quarantine um, like wave chart that's kind of happened so far. So like days one to seven were all depression. Days like eight to I'm gonna say we're on fifteen, but I truthfully have lost count. Time doesn't uh, so, real anymore. <laughs> we're like a mo- like 
Yeah, about 15 because we canceled our trip on the 15th. So that, that's perfect. And it's the end of the month. So yeah, days 8 yeah. to 15, we woke up to see that, oh, this is more than an inconvenience to us. This is real-life shit. And that impact hit us. And day 16, which was today, is when I think this happened for everybody. The general wave of horniness has kind of hit. <laughs> uh, and I've, been, I've been on Twitter, man, and I, I, I think that it has happened. I, I saw a good tweet that say if you received nudes during the pandemic or quarantine, they don't count. It's not that. the same. <laughs> yeah, I, so I actually got off of Twitter entirely like three years back. And I had reactivated Twitter to start the show. So now I'm effectively back on Twitter, but under a bit more of a different label. But I've still been scrolling it. This has been a terrible time to rejoin Twitter. Yeah, yeah. not very good. You haven't missed much. Can can we think no, of I've missed what he missed on nothing. his retirement from Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Is there anything important that you don't know? Do you know about the hot Bernie supporter think. on TikTok? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that, but everybody is still equally angry and equally horny as they were back in, say, 2015. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of one highlight of the past like four years that you've been off Twitter. Can't do it. Yeah, there's really nothing that, that you says anything. See, if anything, quarantine's been terrible for me because it's led me back to Twitter. Yeah, yeah that's done it. Uh, the, the only thing I can even remotely think that you've missed is uh, a couple months ago. There's this trend of videos online that I'm sure you're at least aware of that is uh, like hot girls doing like cringe dances to songs on TikTok. Like I'm sure you're at least aware of that, right? You horribly underestimate how out of touch I am with the media, but uh, sure. All right. Well, I've at least summed it up. You yeah, can you've imagine what well that enough. looks like. So, uh, and every time one of these videos gets posted anywhere, everybody is like, Oh, this is so dumb. You're hot and stupid. Women don't deserve right. I mean, some real Twitter kind of shit. And uh, naturally, the the <laughs> the most recent thing to happen is this girl posted this video of her dancing in a Bernie shirt, but she was the the, the song's like, okay, boomer, okay, boomer, <laughs> right, okay. That's like the song. Now, mathematically speaking, Alex, and I want you to really think about this. Everybody on the internet should hate her. And systematically, they have hated people like her for years. But I guess she ended up being just hot enough that we all fell in love with her. So every tweet about her, yeah, everyone loves her. was just Why? like, I should hate She's this girl. She's Bernie fucking shirts. gorgeous. Everyone on Twitter is going to love and her. Then, yeah. Well, no, it doesn't make any sense because, like, literally, no. I checked it today. Because I go back every day and look at it. She's that hot. And I checked it earlier today. There is a – in all the replies, there's all sorts of girls doing similar dances. So they're like – there's this new trend of, like, socialist TikTok. <laughs> and I, I clicked on one, and all the comments are like, deport her. <laughs> like, it's, it has nothing to – I, I really – it has – Maybe a tiny bit to do with the Bernie shirt, but really, it's just that she's hot enough. <laughs> like, well, I think people see someone hot yeah. on the internet and they just get angry immediately that either they aren't as hot as them or that they're doing something that they can't do while well, sitting there on that's the couch, the thing, slouched in, is, looking at their phone. That's part of it. Yeah. Yeah, because then it, she came out that she had a boyfriend, and everyone pot, everyone hated her. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. So she so accumulated the... all these followers. It found it came. She posted a selfie with her and her boyfriend. She lost sixty thousand followers in a day. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's great. Speaking of Twitter and everything that's going on, I keep seeing this. I don't know th this trend of things that happened like seventy years ago, and it's happening again. Do you remember like during the Vietnam War? Um, there were all like the hot girls with like the make love not war type of attitude <laughs> yeah i remember the hot girls from nom <laughs> yeah i was a big fan of the 70s it was probably my favorite decade i've seen your guys search history i know the there's this trend that's kind of coming back where people are maybe trying to be mean together and maybe the world is coming together and people on twitter and elsewhere are just saying again the the, the phrase like make love not war and kind of fuck that like make ventilators you're not helping anybody <laughs> yeah if you make love right now you're actively screwing the world right you can't it's the opposite advice that should be you should well similar to uh stds you should be making love with consensual partners who you may be with 
uh, conventional. I meant, yeah, very practical partners. You should be having you should be very... having love in a conventional, making love in a conventional <laughs> oven, making love in a convention center. Absolutely, with a very pragmatic <laughs> partner. So I, I guess I guess here's the thing: Can we rework the make love not war for this coronavirus thing? Because I mean, obviously, this isn't a war. It's just yeah, some it, mad absolutely. Wrecking everyone. Absolutely, and I have a fantastic rhyme for it: make glove, not whores. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good on the spot, and I do appreciate your time here. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> have, have a nice night. It's a good show, boys. That'll be all for Morgan for the rest of the episode. <laughs> welcome to Win Lose Watch List. It's me oh, and Alex. Oh man, I didn't watch the movie this week. <laughs> me either just having a pick up this is uh still somehow a science podcast and we're gonna do our best to talk about a little science i actually have a science topic for the first time in a while i do too we got to, i got brought, I brought nothing because i'm the guest dude play along man i, I brought along. a lot of things <laughs> i am the science boy do you want to wait i'm sorry my cat just stepped on my keyboard do you want to maybe uh start yours and then I'll, and then i'll go <gasps> Do you want to have Alex judge which one of our topics is oh, better? <laughs> I think that's a perfect use of the third person on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, but you have to go first because uh, I said that first. Oh, dang it. All right. I just wanted to talk about my new favorite animal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian's wins. <laughs> Wait, let's hear the animal. Hold <laughs> <Full> the applause. <laughs> Uh, the mantis shrimp is easily my new favorite animal. Easily. And I will make its case in the following minutes. <laughs> All right. All right. So the mantis shrimp is a little shrimp dude boy thing. So you know how our eyes, uh, they see colors and they got, uh, three types of cones, right? Mm-hmm. So they can make a lot of things. Dogs have two types of cones. We have three types of cones, right? I'll take that as fact. But I'm following. Butterflies, you. they have five types of cones, so they can see even more colors than us. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to color vision, butterflies, they ain't, they ain't cutting it. <laughs> There's one animal that reigns above all, the mantis <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> So I found this infographic. I'm going to read some facts off of it. <laughs> I found this. and inf- I want to know where you found it first. That's most important to me. Yeah, uh, links are definitely a... Uh... Theoatmeal.com. All right, that sounds right. That sounds like a website yeah, you're that's... on when you're not texting me back. <laughs> that's a webcomic, isn't it? It's an infographic. Uh, yeah, it's like a webcomic. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, and this shrimp... <laughs> has not two not three not five it's got 16 color receptors they see like way more colors than we do uh and they look like glorious uh so they see all these different colors but that's not all that's not the only reason that i love the mantis shrimp is that it says on here, <clears throat> quote, the mantis shrimp is an undersea nightmare and one of the most creatively violent animals on Earth. It, it has two <laughs> raptorial appendages on the front of its body. They accelerate with the same velocity as a gunshot from a twenty-two caliber rifle. <laughs> Unless, um, hold on, it says... In less than three thousandths of a second, they can strike a prey with a thousand five hundred newtons of force. To put it in perspective, if human beings could accelerate our arms at one tenth that speed, we'd be able to throw a baseball into orbit. (laughs) (laughs) Their their limbs move so quickly, the water around them boils. <laughs> when these cavi in a process called known as super cavi- caviation, cavitation, when the cavitation bubbles collapse, it produces an undersea shock wave that kill prey even if the mantis shrimp misses its target. <laughs> uh, the force of these collapsing bubbles also produces temperatures in the range of several thousand kelvins and emits tiny bursts of light. <laughs> Uh, at first at first glance because when you were reading over this i'm like well i have to see this fucking thing when you google it at first glance you're gonna see an animal and you're like 
oh, that's entirely insignificant. Like, that doesn't matter that much. I want you to keep scrolling until you find a close-up of this fucker's eyes because it can see <laughs> through anything. It, its eyes look like bandages from space. <laughs> I, I was to- when, when Ian was talking about how many colors it could see, I was like, okay, so you just like this animal because you're envious of it, but I, I'm totally on board with this creature now because this thing is not of our no. Dude, he's sure. wild. <laughs> I'm not done either. <laughs> yeah, we know. Uh, so using its like arms, it they it does it, dismemberment is primarily how the mantis shrimp kills its prey. It bashes other animals to pieces, smashing apart crabs, mollusks, oysters, and octopi. Uh, their limbs are so resilient, researchers have been studying their cell structure for use in the development of advanced body armor for combat troops. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Here we go. Aquariums don't typically house mantis shrimp because they tend to slaughter every other creature they share a tank with, and also because they break aquarium glass. <laughs> <laughs> It can literally punch glass and break it. These things are awesome, and they're so relatable. The first thing I looked up Whoa, when on. I heard you talk. Relatable? Yeah. The first thing. <laughs> That's the word you go with? I can't even go. It's a relatable thing. I also punch water so hard it boils. All right, I'm not allowed in an aquarium. Done. I've boiled water before, or whatever he said. Done. And then, it, like, if you Google, and I just did, mantis shrimp sex, it says after they reach two inches long, they become sexually active. And, by the way, done. Relatable it is. <laughs> That's a really good. Here's the other thing. Just looking at these these little boys is they're so colorful. Don't say little boys like that. Oh, okay. They're very uh, colorful. Looking at these big little boys, uh, uh, that's even worse, isn't it? Yeah, that's. But think they're even more colorful to yeah. them. Like if they look in a mirror. Oh, that's I, fascinating. I bet they just really die pretty. if they ever looked in the mirror. Yeah. That's it. It's game over for them. <laughs> Yeah, 16 color receptive cones. That's insane. Something else I'm reading about them right now is that, so uh, AOL.com described them as uh, three adjectives. I'm going to give you two adjectives. I'm going to see if you guys, with the information you have now, can piece together what the third is. Does that sound fair? Yeah. That's a fun game. Beautiful and deadly. So those are two of the three. What would you say is the third? I'll say colorful. (laughs) That just sounds lame enough for AOL. No. Okay, Ian. Uh, thoughts? Um, horny. <laughs> AOL.com, the horniest search engine. That's why they went under. <laughs> I feel like they would have done well if that was what they called themselves. I'm going to say virulent. <laughs> You're bringing back virulent. Bringing back virulent. So I went with no. the most obvious answer. You went with that. <laughs> yeah, Ian has the most to gain if his bet wins. Yeah. Like he took the far underdog. Uh, virulent means extremely severe or harmful in its effects, bitterly hostile. And by the way, virulent, uh, Alex, is a uh, term that we use on this podcast to describe farts sometimes. Oh, naturally, yeah. <laughs> and and also mantis shrimp. And mantis if you were shrimp, to say apparently. I had a, uh, a a nasty fart, you would instead say because that's disgusting uh-huh. and childish. Absolutely. You would say I had a virulent Chauncey. <laughs> <laughs> the Chauncey term is aging well. It didn't seem like it would. It really, it truthfully is. The third adjective, by the way, is talented. Okay, pretty unexpected. It is talented. It breaks glass. Honestly, that thing would that geez. thing would show me up at a talent show. If you had yeah, me oh with an accordion next to that thing in a tank, that thing beats me 10 times out of 10. Is that what you did at our talent show? We <laughs> yeah, went, went to there? school together. With it, it was just you? You just had an accordion? Yeah. I No, I wasn't there, I guess. No, I, I, <laughs> I was the accordion. I'm just, uh, I'm just joshing you. So, but you still did the talent show? You just forgot to learn a talent? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't realize until you got up there. Well, that's why he beat me if I was standing there with an accordion. <laughs> I was that. 
<laughs> I was, uh, you get you get up on stage and you're like, I'm gonna do an accordion chant. You get up there, and you're like, oh snap, my accordion! And they're like, you forgot it. You're like, I never learned it. <laughs> this is jokes on you. This is a stand-up show. Strap in. <laughs> that reminds me, Ian, when you and I did the talent show in our senior year of high school. Uh, for base context, we did the talent show by deciding we, we decided we wanted to do it. And then we found a teacher that would be willing to do it with us because we knew that was points and it was extra funny. Yeah. So we, we sang uh, the Matchbox 20 song 3 a.m. with our history teacher. Uh, I remember, by the way, the morning we did that um, or the day that we had the talent show, I skipped his class that day. <laughs> and this, it was it was an, an astounding success and the peak of like the uh, i i felt true fame in that <laughs> it did feel the crowd went wild oh my god the crowd went so wild um and we should have won if it wasn't for um i i like that i've made the joke before and you knew it was coming so you kind of like giggled <laughs> No, I I won't finish that. We uh, fairly got second place, um, but the, the the reason I brought it up, <laughs> thank you, was because the day before talent show there was a practice session, which was the most awkward moment of our life. The practice section section of this talent show was everybody in an empty auditorium, and then you just like I guess perform your thing. I don't know what it was practicing. Were we was that our practice? What it was? But we had we had never done it before. Mm-hmm. We had never sang it before. We were we tried to like choreograph this thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the music. I don't think for the practice. The, we just had to like we, pull it up on our phones. And also, yeah, none of us knew the lyrics phones. to the song. We for some reason didn't yeah. see that as a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do remember for Spotify's like they give you the stats at the end of the year. For that year, my number one most listened to song in one day was uh, I listened to I listened to three of my Matchbox twenty twenty four times <laughs> just to learn the lyrics before the show. I mean, I knew them pretty well, but I was just, so so was much fun. good has happened since we got out of high school, and I'd say the thing that's most good that's happened was you and our good friend Alex starting a podcast. You're here together. <laughs> Would you mind maybe? Talk about it a little bit. No, I think we can move on. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. God, I can't believe you paid me eight figures for that, <laughs> sucker. That was the cheapest ever. Your money ever. means nothing. <laughs> yeah, your money means nothing. This is done for art. <laughs> that was the ad. You guys are still on script. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I guess if I'll kind of monologue here about it, that uh, I'm a pretty big fan of movies and film in general and I'm always trying to watch more, but just always have my watch list growing. And I've also really wanted to podcast before, and I'm also really good friends with Ian. So I texted Ian one time and said, hey, let's start a show together. I'm going to make a big old list of random movies, and it can be great, it can be terrible, or it can be anywhere in between. And Ian said, great. So I made an entire list of movies, which <laughs> you can actually find on our Twitter on at watch. And I made that entire list of movies, and I said, here we go. We're going to run a randomizer after every episode, and that will we'll determine what we watch for the next episode. So we never know what we're going to watch for the following episode until we record. So there's a yeah. level of mm-hmm. uh, kind of stress beforehand. I almost have always texted Ian saying, I'm pretty terrified for this episode because we can get something absolutely terrible, which we yeah. have already, actually. And, yeah, we got we got something pretty rough. <laughs> And had to sit, had to bear through that, so that's a fun. It's episode two of our podcast, yeah, which is out currently. But so yeah. it it was a pretty high. It's a pretty high concept podcast in a way. It's not like a terribly high concept. It's just essentially a film club podcast, essentially. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's with the added kind of fun and games aspect of it, where you, we really never know what's going to come up next. We could watch a true masterpiece or just the most offensive pile of trash that you've ever seen, and. There's no, there's no telling what's going to show up next. Yeah. Well, I'll say I listened to uh, the first episode when it came out, um, and even as somebody who has maybe only seen thirty movies his entire life, and like four of them are Stuart Little, <laughs> I think, <laughs> like, I love that movie. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. I, I I still was able to really enjoy it, and I I 
texted you about it, but you made this joke about a 212-sided coin, and I'm, like, <laughs> laughing. It's like, even if... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just like you guys, and that transcends. But you're you're, you're both likable people. The podcast is really good. It's called Win Lose Watch List. It's available on Spotify, Breaker, pretty much all major podcast platforms. We're still uh, trying Apple to coming get on soon. Apple. Yeah, it take Apple takes a minute, but it should be it'll probably by the time this comes out. Hopefully, it'll be on Apple. Yeah, Apple always takes forever on that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but and, and, it, it it is good. And if you like Ian, he's a, a different version of himself a little bit. He uh, is the captain of that ship in every way. He's very uh, heroic. No, I'm still kind of making Alex be yeah, the I'm, captain. He's well, still he, the, hosting, basically. Yeah, the, the, the way that I kind of have envisioned the show is that I'm just taking Ian around on my demented torture ride that I've crafted for him. Uh, and I've only put yeah, good movies like, on there to trick him into doing it. Because, <laughs> like... I don't know. There's something about uh, movies, like whether they're astoundingly bad or astoundingly good, they rattle me to my core. They affect me. <laughs> I'm like, in, I'm just very affected by movies. So, and also gambling. Like, you're gonna probably hear me break and go into ecstasy about it, like back and forth throughout this show. But no, it's it's, cool. it's been it's been extremely fun. Uh, I, I just there's an added element of surprise to it that I think you don't get from a lot of movie shows. And it's just people are kind of going like, okay, let's watch this movie because we like it and we want to talk about it where we kind of literally have to just craft our show as we go along based on whatever movie we roll during that episode. And I'm really excited for whenever we roll in Ian's choice, because that's a whole other just box of chaos to open. Uh, yeah. The randomizer is a really good touch. I, I did like that as an effect. Um, it, it's, it's 2020. And part of the great thing about it being 2020 is just like, you know, we're stuck inside right now, and that sucks in a way, but we can start working on ourselves. We could start getting better. And I told you I was learning to play guitar, right? Yeah, uh, and, you did. And I'm, I'm still learning. <laughs> what if I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> Got it. Check that box. No, I'm, uh, I, I'm still learning, and I've been practicing singing. I've been just, like, trying to understand why my voice is terrible and maybe what I can do about it. And what I found is that it turns out I am 90% better as a singer if I can't hear my voice when I sing. Uh, so if I'm, like, recording audio, if I'm listening and, like, focusing, I fuck myself up. Uh, so I, I started putting on my, my Bluetooth headphones when I'm practicing singing. And uh, as noise to distract myself, I named my computer, my, my desktop, like a 4,000-character name. So, it, like, my laptop that I plug into... it for my bluetooth settings is called like desktop 619-543-12569 and it goes on for like i don't know like seven minutes or something so now what i'll do is i'll, I'll turn on my laptop connect the bluetooth put the earphones on it reads the whole fucking string of letters <laughs> and i i got time to sing a song or two in that met you know i could really get practicing and i do that anytime before we start recording that's why i was about a minute and a half late as <laughs> i was finishing up a song <laughs> <laughs> well that's cool yeah i went i turned on my voice memos and uh the other night and wrote like a musical and oh. uh <laughs> we talked about like writing a play off the cuff dude but it's because we we were with we were at uh riley's um <clears throat> recently like a couple weeks ago when you were in town died? Uh, <laughs> yeah it's before riley died yeah. Uh, this is actually this is kind of moments a, before. I'm not going to tell you how, but it, this somehow connects to his death. This but is you know, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but we were just like laying on like opposite sides of the room. Like I was in the chair and he was laying on the couch and stuff. And we just like I st I don't remember what triggered her exactly, but I started like singing off the cuff like it, like dramatically almost like it was like from Les Mis <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was like you have betrayed me my friend and then he like joined in and it, we just like were in the middle of Riley's living room like enacting like a theatrical play <laughs> and, uh, it, it really inspired me it was inspired well I remember because that was the first time I've ever been high uh and I remember you starting singing and then you stopped. And in my mind, I'm just like, well, I still want to hear singing. So then I sang a part and then I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and we just went back and forth like that a little bit. I looked back at my notes again from uh, 
you guys got me high for the first time the other day, maybe a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I, I looked back at my notes, and the one thing that I, I wrote during being high for the first time that stood out to me was kissing i bet is fun on this let's find out question mark because i, <laughs> I was just with you guys so like <laughs> kissing i bet is fun on this let's, let's find, find out, out. <laughs> that's oddly terrifying a science topic and i guess it's in a direct competition with ian's science topic well, yes, is good it, because I'm grading. Oh yeah. So the, the closer they are on? for uh, yeah for grading is the better. Well, mine is a little <laughs> bit less scientific than his. I hope that's okay. okay. Well, well, that's we'll okay. What are the what are the metrics on this grading system? Because I feel like I should like yeah, but I mean I should know how the test is going to be graded. But Ian didn't know when he gave his uh, scientific article. True. That so are you guys familiar with? Project Vea, I'm calling it. V-E-L-A. I'm not. V-E-L-A? V-E-L-A, yeah. I'd say that's Vela? No. Yeah. Ve- Maybe is Vela. It silent? I, if I saw V-E-L-A is the name, or is the last name of a teen girl on, like, a, a Nickelodeon show, I would assume it was pronounced Vea. I would I say would Vela, <laughs> but that's because there's only one L. If there were two, I would say Vea. Vela. Because just I'd say Vela. the way that Spanish, the Spanish language works. But I would say I would say it's a mix between the two of Vela. But anyway. So this is uh, something that's so fascinating. It is the Vea effect, which um, I'm even trying to figure out how to describe. I, I was reading about it the other day, and I took notes instead of screenshotting the article. That was mistake number one. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say it was 1963. Let's hope I got that right. <laughs> and let's just yeah, we'll go for 1963. Shot in the dark, but I'll let's, take it. let's just say well, shot in the dark is gonna come into play. Okay, so okay. listen up. Let's just say it's 1963, and let's just say we're 700 miles. Holy shit! Off it the is coast 1963 of South. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Morgan can take notes. <laughs> Martin Luther King and 61 million other black people are outside of my door. What do you think they want? <laughs> <laughs> Rights! No! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Rights! No. <laughs> it's 1963. I'm a different kind of white guy. <laughs> it's a different time. So, let's just say we're also 700 miles away from... Also, just... Don't give me shit for if Martin Luther King and 61 million other black guys showed up outside your house, you'd be like, all right, Martin's up to something. Like, that's worrying. <laughs> they went to the White House to have that same exact effect. They can march on Washington, go to the White House, and the president would look out his door and be like, I gotta make some changes. <laughs> <laughs> but let's say we're 700 miles off the coast of South Africa. Is that fair? Okay. And let's say we're a gigantic beam of nuclear-like light that happened once and never again, and the rest of the world doesn't know why. <laughs> Is that fair? <laughs> then my name's pronounced Vey. <laughs> well, that's basically what happened. Uh, and, and 1963, or some shit, off the coast of South Africa, probably, about 700-ish miles away. <laughs> There's this gigantic, like, bright white light that everywhere in the world basically saw. And people are like, oh, that's weird. But just like Jeffrey Epstein, we've all forgotten about it. And there are all these theories of what it could be. And some people think it was um, nuclear weapons. Some people think it was uh, uh, some sort of alien encounter. Oh. I'm, I'm, that's, that's weird. I wonder... I wonder what you. I was, How, dude, I was hoping you would know. This would have been so much more interesting <laughs> if you're like, oh shit, that. <laughs> no. I mean, I might be. I'm just told withholding my information until I see a chance to use it wisely. I'm, Honestly, like, I guess just off the cuff, hearing you explain it, I, I tend to lead toward more towards pragmatism rather than uh, fantasism. So I would say that's fair. That it's it probably is some sort of explosion that happened, whether it be of a satellite or potentially some rocket that misfired in the sky 
that that that's like just where my mind immediately goes. Right. Yeah. Well, do we do we know which direction it came from? Uh, down. Like it, it came <laughs> no, but it came from up. And Is it down, down from the perspective no. of Australia or down from the perspective of the, uh, the states? Or it came from underneath the water? <laughs> no. It, so it was by the water. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it was above or below. So I'll say by. It was <laughs> by the water, and it, the explosion the went. It went up. It went up. Explosion go. But what's up. a satellite? Yeah, I guess it would have had to be a satellite leaving. Maybe it was aliens leaving Earth, and that's mm. why there are no shrapnel or anything. I take it back. It's probably aliens and the government's hiding it from us. They had to hit the South African government. I agree. They because Just if you go light speed, it makes that really bright noise thing. You've seen people hit, like, warp speed in Star Wars. All that, like, white shit starts going around them. That is scientific fact, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think it's probably yeah, it definitely... nuclear shit. But it, it is cool. Yeah, pro- I, it might have been a nuke test. or mm-hmm. like. Isn't it that – and this might be wrong as well, but <laughs> the show is called Poorly Educated. Isn't it that South Africa is the only country <laughs> to develop nuclear weapons and then voluntarily dismantle them? Uh I don't know. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure about that. Uh, because that's maybe. the ultimate. It sounds flex. like it, that sounds like something that could be true. I, I, I will also it, say that I, I, I might as well be. The, the hilarity is not missed on me. The fact that we're all theorizing what this could be based on a summary summarization of an article. <laughs> in your notes. <laughs> in oh. notes. Oh yeah. Here's the other thing. I meant to talk about this like nine or ten episodes ago. <laughs> so that, I mean, I read this in January. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it could be this. It could be this. It could be other. Like this. This feels like an attack of presentation skills or something like that. I just think it's. Yeah. I I, I like mysteries, and I, I don't think we attack enough mystery on the show. No, it's definitely mysterious. That's the like I was sort of saying that it's funny that it's just coming from the news, but th- that there's a legitimate mystery there as to why is there this giant bright light in the middle of freaking nowhere, South Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially over the ocean because huh? you're like, you know, I already don't know much about fish, like that's for sure. Now this but is that going to be on your tombstone? I'm sure this... Cahill, he didn't know much about fish. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost like a direct quote from like one of my go-to like tender direct messages, like my open. open that's lines. honestly a great profile line to be honest with you. If you just say that, Cahill, I don't know much about fish, teach me. <laughs> mine is uh it I, i'll usually like i'll say like dropping my resume by here real quick and it has like strengths and weaknesses and one of my weaknesses are i i don't know much about slugs and then the next weakness is is slugs bugs are slugs bugs <laughs> the third one should be also doesn't know much about the about english <laughs> i think that it, it it reads through i'm not smart enough to type a sentence so long oh. <laughs> What's your favorite mystery? Do you have like a mi- if I say like worldly mystery, what comes to mind? Oh man, I was not expecting Oof. that question. That's hard hitting. There's a lot of them. There's like bunches of mysteries out there. I also like that. I wonder uh, that remind the Vea stuff reminds me of the uh, Bikini Atoll. There's like islands that. What does their flag say? Their flag like the okay, I'm gonna look it up. Their flag is like the American flag, but with uh, like the stars, there are like seven stars that are black, one for every island that America blew up, and the and the like flying the flag says like something about revenge. USA, Hold on. I'm gonna look USA, it up. USA, 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 <laughs> blow awesome up flag. everyone we say. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. The hey, flag, it's, it's the well, United States flag. <clears throat> it says it's. Symbolic of the islanders' position that a great debt is still owed by the United States to the people of Bikini because it's in 1954 the United States government detonated the Castle Bravo hydrogen bomb on the island, poisoning islanders and others with nuclear fallout. Oh my God. Uh, what is, I'm trying to see what the thing on the flag translates to. It's something really badass. Buster Rhymes <laughs> reading Wikipedia over here. I've literally never heard someone talk as fast as you just did. <laughs> What's a Wikipedia? It's where you can go to find facts. It's oh. like a like a fact checker. Like, it, are you unsure about something? Find mm-hmm. for sure there. Oh, so like if I was writing like a research paper or something, I could cite it. Right. Well, I don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> probably. 
<laughs> Another good joke I could have said there would be, I don't know. Let me check Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I guess I was th- I've been thinking about mysteries, and I think the mysteries that I tend to really enjoy are more aimed at towards people and mysteries regarding people because i think that like i've said like the more superstitious mysteries i kind of just write those off to be like that's kind of weird that somebody remembers something that way but like i sort of buy into the avril lavigne conspiracy theory if you've ever seen that one that that, that it's not actually it's not actually her and that somebody's been in person like i it's it's odd and i can there's definitely parts of me that are like there's no way this is real this is looney tunes but i part of me just just like this is kind of legit just parts of you just parts i kind of i'm kind of split down the middle on it there's lots of like i don't know if they i don't know if they count as like conspiracy theories or anything but like just the kind of like looking into the kind of crap that goes a lot down in like hollywood and like the like yeah (laughs) tune uh, into the next episode of rich people in hollywood Oh yeah, tune into the next episode of Win Lose. <laughs> what a great plot! Is that out? Did I put that out? Uh, the piano. It's coming. It should be coming out. It, I guess it's dependent on uh, you. But, uh, <laughs> I just want to wait. When when you guys first launched the podcast, I gave Ian a chance to plug it on the episode. That's what I'm like. Let's have Alex on here. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear if you give the same answer to this. What's the show's release schedule? Um, it used to be every other Wednesday. And then we've now moved it to every other uh, Thursday, but that's already that changed. was hold on, <laughs> no, no, hold you on. Saved me. Yeah. But during this quarantine effect, we've just really been putting it out weekly because mm. there's more there's more collective time between the both of us, I think. And we've just kind of been saying like, if we run out of time, then we'll just say, too bad every other episode, every other uh, every other week. But on our Twitter right now, it says every other Thursday, so. Feel lucky if you like get that. Everybody. Just just subscribe and Spotify will yeah. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> They'll let you know, or or whatever you use. Probably. <laughs> we, we we try to keep a good schedule. We, it's more or less finding out what a good schedule is currently. And uh, Wednesday mm-hmm. didn't work out, so it's good. It's probably gonna be Thursday. Plus, it's the same day that this comes out. Yeah, which Ian <laughs> didn't tell me at first. I said our Wednesday's fine. He goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Man. It is fun. I mean, it's not like indirect competition. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not like people have to choose. Like, if they start listening there, they have to stop. Like, allegiances can be made. No, but I, I think it's good, realistically. Like, if people want to hear Ian's voice back to back, you know, just the sweet, soothing sound of it, then go yeah, If you yeah, guys really down. like me, who, me? Dude, Ian? going from Wednesday to Thursday? Can you imagine your girlfriend being like, what do you keep listening to and smiling at over there? And they put the earbud in, and it's Ian's voice. They're like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you on the phone with him? He's <laughs> like, I've never heard of a podcast. I'm just FaceTime with this fucking naked dude from West Virginia. <laughs> Look at that little thing. Watch it go. <laughs> so conspiracy theories, right? I do. Well, if you guys don't have any mysteries aside from Avril Lavigne, I'll just go again. Uh, I, I. Well, there's that plane that Epstein and uh, like. A bunch of uh, many different like presidents have like used to fly on uh, I forget Air Force One. No, it's not Air, Air Force, Force Two. Yeah, um, I think it, Air Force Cub, like, basically. Yeah, the the island plane. <laughs> yeah, there's some weird stuff. It's like it's one where uh, I think <coughs> who was it? I think uh, so someone in Hollywood that like made I think. The dude that made adventure, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it, but someone in Hollywood, yeah, uh, like, got like a foot massage by like a underage girl, and that that like on the, it's just a weird plane, and I just feel like there's a lot of terrible stuff in like Hollywood slash rich and powerful yeah, government. I, also, it was missing. Oh, sorry, go on. Oh no, I was just gonna say it went missing. It was flying from Sydney, Australia, to LAX, and it went down. We haven't seen it since 2006. Mm. 2004. Oh, I messed it up. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I would say stuff regarding That's that a lost is engine. less the specifics of what's happening, but more or less like yeah. we all know that stuff is happening, but where and how is the real conspiracy? Yeah, yeah what about stuff like... Yeah. yeah, like... And who exactly is involved in that? Like, Right. Like how much is like someone like Trump 
uh, involved in that? Was, like, how much did he know, and was he involved yeah. in that? All that stuff. Yeah, like we need to see the guy's feet to see how well they're taken care of, so that we can track this crime down. What about uh, more <laughs> common conspiracy theories? Like, uh, like the uh, here's a good one: the pyramids. These like big fucking things. What are your guys' thoughts on like the pyramids and how they were constructed? And if we had help, and if not. Were people just stronger or what? <laughs> I would say efficient slavery. That's probably the yeah. closest answer. Slavery was insanely efficient and awful. And there was so many of them. Um, but that is one where I'm like, eh, it could have been. It could have been something else. There could have been something that can't be explained. But I think it's probably just slavery. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's cool. Do you think, is there any chance that that South African thing is slavery too? Just some sort of like really efficient production of light of, of sorts the light, the light beam of light they yeah, captured like a they bunch of light, lightning bugs or oh a giant God. bottle and set them in the ocean <laughs> and forced them into a hurricane which <laughs> threw the light a hundred times speed <laughs> i you obviously like i don't know you have perspective for the problems with slavery you do hold on i do <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna let you but take a sometimes <laughs> but sometimes i took it and i decided to spend it elsewhere but sometimes <laughs> i do think about like and we've talked about this on the podcast before Ian. i i just love the idea of our society being so efficient let's just put one guy in charge and let's make as much progress in a single direction as we possibly can yeah especially in earlier times with the kings and monarchs and whatnot like We've yeah. got one giant guy in charge. Let's go take over you mean half like, the world. Just like, well, not even take yeah, more specific <laughs> goals. Like, all right, who's this guy? Derek. And what is he? Our king. And what does he want? To, I don't know, make a lot of food. He's like, all right, all of us are cooks, and we're going to like make an unreal amount of food. Who's this guy? John. What does he want? <laughs> to be king. And where are we going to put him? In the ground. We're going to bury him in, in a planet really far away, and it's going to be really hard. I don't know. I just, well, I like it. I like and, the, and, and the other funny thing, too, is, like, here's John. Who is he? He's our king. Why is he our king? Ah, he's the son of some dude. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. All right. So I, I kind of get what you're getting. I don't know how I feel about the whole, like, John dictator of Earth thing. But <laughs> <laughs> What about Derek? Did you like, like Derek better? I did I'm more, no, I'm more John shouldn't guy, be dictator birth either, but <laughs> but like uh, the core of like, can you imagine if like we took we split the year into months, twelve tw- months, right? <laughs> That's already been done. For <laughs> John's predecessor. Someone's already done that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> John's predecessor check mark like <laughs> you know they did a long time ago no one knows because days didn't exist yet but uh, they made the calendar <laughs> um, and then <laughs> now, now I forgot what my initial idea was. oh yeah this is so Ian's grand plan to make a to calendar where, for, for like January all of humanity just works on like like digging so yeah. like one thing like construction month and then like all ever or not all of america but all of the world what's the difference yeah. really? no exactly it's just what's like, the okay. difference <laughs> that's fair that's entirely fair but we're like all right you know what in april we're switching the oceans it's gonna take all the manpower in the world we're putting the atlantic here and the pacific there <laughs> and we got like millions of other fucking people with buckets just walking across the fucking country <laughs> I that's, just think that sounds about as inefficient as government's actually ran today. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a relatively uh, astute metaphor. Yeah, that's a better use of our tax dollars. Um, oh, switching the oceans? Yeah, yeah, switching the, the oceans. oceans. <laughs> <laughs> One bucket at a time. You said that's a matter of walking cross country. I like just like jeans rolled up, bucket in hand, walking across the Nevada desert, trying to get to the other coast. But just imagine, like, it's not just one guy. Imagine, like, I don't know, trillions of people. I don't know how many people there are. But, like, ever, they're on their bucket above their head. They've been walking for weeks. But their, their Lord and Savior, Derek or John or 
I don't know. We should probably put a woman in charge at some point. We haven't yet, so I think we're all right. Maybe that's good. It's like a video game, like a simulator. It's like your economy always works out because you're in charge and you're assigning like like in SimCity, you're assigning like, all right, this for this money that I'm getting in right now, I'm going to put all that towards the water and I'm going to build a new water place. It's it's called switching. What if America, first off, what if America (laughs) for January put, put all of the government funding mm-hmm. into just like NASA. Yeah. And then like February put all of the government funding into just like into the oceans. I don't know. I yeah. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> we better hope food lion. <laughs> we, we better hope our gut like if a war breaks out, we better hope it happens in August because that's what our military budget has. <laughs> oh I'm, shit, June you know. unprepared. Stall. <laughs> March's buzz uh, March's budget goes to like CVS. I don't know. <laughs> like, the, the government now funds one singular private company each month. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's almost true. <laughs> yeah, we're almost there, I guess, are we? <laughs> I, I I read the trim. I almost said tremulous package. <laughs> the stimulus package. It's My th- favorite video game of all time. The tremulous package. When am I getting that? That's I love Ian's that flaccid dick playing a forty-year-old computer game. The tremulous package. <laughs> Please Alex never tremulous put that image my, in my head my, again. My <laughs> Isn't it crazy how much room there was left after I put it in there, though? That thing's well, so I can't think of another 40-year-old video game, so you're in luck. <laughs> Is Pong 40 yet? That's called tennis, uh, just in real life. Ooh, what's Pong what? release date. What's your favorite game that you're legally allowed to sleep with? What in the world does okay, that mean? Okay, 18. I'm an 18-year-old gotcha. game. 18 and I'm older. looking it up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. don't sleep with all of your games every night? Odd. Well, they're digital downloads now. My dick can't fit through the hole in the middle if it's not real. Ah. Ooh, and also, here's another good one. What's your favorite game that can rent a car? What, 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 2002 is what we're looking 2002? at, right? Maybe yeah. 2002. Favorite game since 2002. God, two th- people born in 2002 or 18. Really just, I love Sly Cooper. Uh, dude, I'm all in on Sly Cooper. That game 100%. is. So, I've, legi- I've legitimately thought about buying a PS4 or a PS3, whichever one the collection's out on, just to buy Sly Cooper. Do you get a PS4? The, or the, you can do Dream. Well, the PS3 is the collection. Sly Cooper but you and the Devious Raccoon just came out September twenty third, two thousand two. So it's seven. The Spider Man game. <gasps> Star Wars Jedi Knight. You can sleep with that. Jedi Outcast. Mm-hmm. That was two thousand two. That's an amazing well, game. Hold on, it's got to be I'm, before. I'm playing Jedi Academy on it's Switch. It's got to be before today. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Four. Yeah. Yeah, what Alex said is very – because, I mean, semantics do matter in this case. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, you don't want it to be on. 17 Let me make sure. 18 because that's still – that's a little bit – Yeah. Dang. And you also don't want to, yeah, like, look right. forward to the birth date of it turning 18, too, because then that's – like, what, are you going to play it on its birthday? You kind of got to give I it a couple I can't bang – I can't shag Tony Hawk until October. <laughs> <laughs> that's on your gravestone. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4. That's on my yeah. gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> Written in lipstick by Tony Dodge. Hawk. Dodge. <laughs> Ian Whitfield Dodge. 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 October to shag Tony Hawk. Dodge September 15th. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite tragic, isn't it? It's an absolute <gasps> devastating. Oh, go ahead. Dude, there was a Buffy the Vampire Slayer that game that came out on GameCube. That game was dope. Did you ever get around to... When I when, around the time you and I first met, I still worked at GameStop, and I had I, I had a copy of a game that I thought you would like shipped from another state, and I surprised you with it. Uh, oh, Beowulf! Yeah, because all you talked about, you had a six month period where all you talked about was Beowulf. <laughs> so I tried. Everyone doesn't have their Beowulf phase in high school. The Xbox 360 Beowulf game, based off, and the- you never fucking played it. Well, you know. I, I didn't have to play it. I lived it. I lived the Beowulf. I want my $9 back is what I'm saying. I want you to finish that game by May or I want a $9 PayPal. That's, I think, a fair... The stakes are low bang. if you don't, you know? But No, I can't. Okay, so so here's here's the thing, because right. we're pretty derailed currently. Uh, have you guys ever heard of the Facebook no, page called not. I Hate Stuart Little? Uh, no, <laughs> but topical. It's pretty topical. Smash Bros. Uh... Halo. I could bang Halo. So 
just what's to, going on with the Facebook page? Just to lead you down this Facebook page, Sorry. there's there's just some wonderful posts there where it's just one guy posting about how much he hates Stuart Little. Uh, and I had, that sounds right. <laughs> I had thought about this earlier just because you had mentioned Stuart Little during our uh, promotion. Uh, and there's just like one like, gonna squeeze Stuart Little like a tube of toothpaste and watch his eyes pop out. Uh, <laughs> Stuart Little trying to do anything Why? to help out that bird just for some sex? Yeah, Stuart Little was a huge simp. <laughs> What's that? I mean? don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not cool enough. <laughs> none I, of us know. None of us know. I proof it before I read it. I just read it. <laughs> Dang it, Morgan. We said the same thing, like, exactly back and forth. Like, for two lines of dialogue, it was exactly the same. It was like quoted... an echo, but we were just the same. They also quoted a meme of Stuart Little and just said, he's a deadbeat. <laughs> I do love that kind of stuff because it's really funny when you start doing it. And then months, like, three to six of doing an art funny. And then you find someone who's been doing something like that for, like, years. And you're like, all right, this is really funny again. This is funny because they've committed I like to it because... for so long. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it because you don't get to, like, it's it's mean to make, to be really mean to real people. That's why I like I like bullying fictional it's characters. Yeah, it was exactly why I, I think it's so funny that Baby Yoda was so unbelievably popular. And then the Mr. Peanut commercial had that – the Mr. Peanut brand in their Super Bowl commercial killed off the dad, the real peanut, and then birthed out Baby Peanut or whatever his name was. And there's this yeah. cute little baby peanut, and everyone on the internet was just like, can't stop thinking about how I want to crush that baby peanut with my feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you also missed that on Twitter. Did you? Did you see I that? I did whole miss thing? all of that, but I have seen looks... all of the uh, sort of Mr. The... Peanut's dead sort of stuff through social media. Yeah, Mr. Peanut died, and then yeah, I uh, absolutely it was hated just, baby. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, on, but I've loved you know, the backlash to the Mr. Peanut stuff. <laughs> but but also right after Mr. Peanut died, all this coronavirus stuff started happening. I think he's what held the world yeah. together. Dude, back. I don't want to say it, but I saw him and Kobe talking about something before they both died. I I, I think it could have been a plan to save all of us, <laughs> <laughs> or it was the plan to set it all off. They were gonna save us. <laughs> they were the last defenders of Earth, and now twas Earth. <laughs> Oh, it has been. Uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just have one note in my phone that I was going to. Oh, no, that's fair. Oh, yeah. Go on. Uh, about coronavirus. Um, I uh, like last a couple nights ago, I was like, I'm going to. I'm just going to like it was like almost 11 p.m. And I was like, I'm going to like from like 11 p.m. to like, let's try like 1130. I'm just going to like set my phone away, turn everything off and stop distracting myself and just let me feel the, like, what's going on in Earth, right? And, like, instead of just distracting myself from how terrifying and awful everything is. And, uh, did it, like, 7 p.m., 7.01, started a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not 7. 11, it was 11 p.m. <laughs> yeah, 11 p.m. four hours? No, no. I, no oh, okay. 11 p.m. Yeah. 11.01, began panic attack. 11.08, thought of idea for eventual sc screenplay about all of this. Quote, don't think I've done this before. Ambition has never been in the room for a panic attack. <laughs> and then I went back to the panic attack. That sounds like a sick name for an album, right? Yeah. <laughs> 100% agree. What? Dude, I... Uh... Ambition in the room for a panic yeah. attack. Yeah, speak... Spe yeah. Speaking of things that are funny, I'm uh so I'm I'm talking to this new girl, right? And uh, things are great, but it's it's super early on, so I'll wait to say her social security number on the podcast. I we're we're having a lot of talks, and I I, I made this joke that went so underappreciated today. Uh, it was really devastating, and I just like to maybe have you guys role play as my new girl. Can I do it? <laughs> We're both your new girl. Yeah, I, you could both be my new girl. And then I'll, we'll go through the conversation, right? And then I'll say the joke again, and I'll hope for a better response. Alex, can we do one syllable at okay, a time? Okay, yeah, let's go. Actually, right. let's, do, but, let's do one sentence at a time. One, one sentence yeah. at a time, okay. I just feel like that might not – well, you guys don't have to read lines. I just want you to, like, pretend for other reasons. 
Okay, just yeah. in our heads. <laughs> yeah, just Are so you like pretending the mood in your head? I want you to know the mood. Girl? Here's the point. You say, Alex? Are, are you pretending in your head that we're also this girl? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretending that I'm this girl. I'm 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 pretty I'm in touching, character. I'm touching things. Right. <laughs> Do you? Who am I? Well, you, you guys know about Enrique, right? Who's Enrique? And you, you am I Enrique? You should know about Enrique. I probably talked to you about him. Is he friends with Edelman? No, no. Edelman and Enrique haven't met. Enrique is this possum that lives outside of my house, um, <laughs> and he's Kathy's nemesis and maybe lover. Um, there, I only have one. <laughs> I only have one screen in my window. It's like all my fucking windows. They afforded me one screen. I, I guess the recession happened nine months earlier than everyone else thinks it did. So they, they gave me one screen. And Kathy always sits in this window, and it overlooks the air conditioning units for like my apartment and all the surrounding apartments. And that is where Enrique lives. Uh, and Kathy and Enrique have been getting in feuds where he'll like claw the like little mesh and Enrique will like hiss at him and it's a cute little thing and there's this like little pole that sometimes Enrique will run up and they'll like make eye contact for like 40 minutes at a time it's really terrifying to sleep (laughs) next to (laughs) well I was I was describing Enrique to this girl just in case she happened to meet him I mean you can't (laughs) you can't get Enrique (laughs) sprung on you like that and <laughs> the man's full of surprises. Who's that? That's Enrique. Enrique, I thought you I thought I told you Kathy doesn't want you coming around here anymore. <laughs> Enrique, leave. Out. <laughs> Ignore him. <laughs> well, and I'll give a little backstory of how I met Enrique. Uh <laughs> this is close to the time that I met Enrique. When when I first moved, I'm supposed to wear glasses. I'm blind as a bitch, but I I can't fucking do I do all these sweet kicks and rolls and uh you know i break glasses pretty often so <laughs> i'll have glasses for a week and then i'll do like a sweet roll up a flight of stairs and then they're broken so it's over <laughs> just smashing his face into the <laughs> well i uh, wasn't wearing my glasses and i was taking a little walk and i was eating a banana and i saw a little cat and i'm like oh i'm gonna give that cat a little piece of my banana and I go walking over to him, and I take off a little piece of my banana, and I finish the rest, and I reach out to hand it to him. Uh, that was Enrique. It was not a cat, <laughs> and I was just blind. So he startled me, and I we maybe didn't have the best first impression. Uh, he ate the banana vigorously and chased me to my car. Cut to now. Um, I was telling her about Enrique, and I'm like, well, maybe it's like love. Maybe Kathy loves Enrique, and Enrique loves Kathy. And then she told me that cats and possums are distantly related. So I said, oh, like a classic uh, star-crossed-eyed lover situation of sorts, uh, which I thought was absurdly clever. She skipped, <laughs> she skipped over it entirely. <laughs> star-crossed-eyed lovers. Yeah, she said nothing about it, and I felt looking like a fool for being clever. What am I? The entire script of Romeo and Juliet changes if you add that one typo into it. <laughs> Everything changes. Also, if Romeo was Enrique and Juliet was my muscular black cat, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> this has been Poorly Educated. Alex, thank you for coming on. I hope you had a good time. I had a great time. Thank you for having me. It's been really, uh, it's, it's been fun being here. Alex is one of the first people to like give us like tips on like the or like give us criticism on the podcast constructively. So I will so always be critical. That's always expected. It's amazing. I remember exactly where I was when you called me, um, because w- when you like gave your first criticisms for the show, mm-hmm. which were in uh, in the end really helpful, you're like, "Can I call you out of the blue?" Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, honestly, like, I remember. Yeah, I, I remember do exactly remember where, where I was, was too. Like, I remember, like, I was driving up from the house with a skull. Like, that's actually kind of wild. <laughs> oh, my God. That's really sweet, actually. This is nice. I remember I remember there was one of the episodes of Poorly Educated we did. It was kind of early, maybe probably in, like, the 40s or 50s episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we talk about uh, – I, I, we start con- uh, like wondering where the tongue comes from. Like <laughs> it, it was probably like, tooth tongue. When you when you when you stick out your 
Yeah, it might have been. When you stick out your tongue, like, where's that coming from? There's not, like, a reservoir <laughs> in the back of your throat that's holding that extra tongue. And then you stick it out, and it's longer. Like, it's like you're pull, uh, pulling out, like, a tape measure. <laughs> uh, and I remember <clears throat> we talked about that, and uh, we posted that episode. And then a week later, I got a text from Alex, like, that tongue thing freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I listen to you guys while I work. I tend to listen to a lot of podcasts while I do my uh, my real life job because I'm not a real life podcaster. Yeah, me too. Podcaster, so I do You're listen to you guys. And I'll are. be like, oh, I gotta talk to gotta talk to Ian about this later, don't I? <laughs> gotta tell him this little tongue thing going on. <laughs> I feel upset that like I'm not on these chats. Like I'm on. Are you only listening to Ian's audio of the podcast? <laughs> he cut out mine. So like I don't want to listen to that annoying. He has a weird laugh. I'll start. I'll start telling you what freaks me out. <laughs> that's that's all I want from you, man. I got I thought you. You've been getting my calls. Uh, everybody, please take the opportunity. Win, lose, watch list available on all major podcast platforms soon. Most also, of them. And right also now. follow us on Twitter uh, at <laughs> lose watch. At win lose. Ian always gets mad at me because we forget to plug anything at the end of the episode. Like we've talked about our Twitter like four times. <laughs> we, we honestly plugged yeah, it once to show like at the very end as we were signing off and we forgot to shill entirely. So I, I get it. Yeah. It's time. Uh if if you were gonna buy something from a sponsor on this episode, fuck it. You can't. It's over. You gotta <laughs> listen to the show. Uh Alex, uh I know you've listened before, yeah. but are uh, you ready? We we sign off with a with a cosmic cum shot. Oh. I, I typically turn it off during that's what the because sa- I'm a bad podcast. That's listener. what we say. <laughs> that's what we say as we sign out. <laughs> Would you mind participating? Would that be? A, I should have asked you before you came on. You know, so I think I think no, I'm gonna pass, and I'm just gonna experience the glory of it. I don't. Okay. I don't okay. love that. Ian, I, like, we can't force him to do anything he's not comfortable with. But like, I don't. <laughs> I don't love that. That was his. <laughs> It would have been a new voice. It would have been. It's all right. It's all right. You're and ready. we can't sync it up anymore. No, it's it's done. Cosmic. We'll try. Give it to me. Come Cosmic cum shot. He's in. He said it. He said it. Let's go. Let's go. He did it.